Oh, mate, Alice here talking about on it. On it, the supplement company that has all the workout stuff that you could ever want if you wanted to make a home gym and you didn't have the money to buy racks and whatnot. You can just get kettlebells and uh, and uh, the ropes, battle ropes, and all the different bats that they have. And it's just easier to work out and, and, and do new things and keep fit. It's just the future, man. People have figured out how to get fitter easier. And if you go to onit.com slash Alice, You'll get yourself a discount on all this stuff. They have plant-based protein and pr- protein, normal protein. They have everything. All the supplements, Alpha Brain, Alpha Brain Instant. Uh, they got the, what's the one now that I use, Katie? Alpha that, Brain Black. Yeah, and, and, and HydraTech. It's, you know, it's like uh, to keep yourself hydrated, especially when you sweat as much as I do. They're a great company. Got a lot of great stuff. You know, they've been with me for over 10 years. So if, uh, I'd appreciate the support. Onit.com slash Ellis. Thanks. I fought a lot anyway, but um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Full of beans. Do you ever try my hand towel thing so you don't let what? Katie know? Why? Go fart in a towel? No. I ain't hiding that shit. Like, if I crank a good one, that's funny. guys know elvis died do you know elvis died right you know that right hold the phone yeah he died um welcome to the show then who the hell did i see singing at that thai restaurant on hollywood boulevard that was an impersonator. <laughs> that was an impressionist impersonator yeah okay man um yeah he but do you know because i thought it was like drugs or he had a heart attack or whatever but yeah he did have a heart attack, but did you know that it was from the copious amount of shit that he couldn't get to come out of his bum hole? Which means I could have saved Elvis's life. So could Bobby Brown. Right. Well, Bobby Brown fingering a poopy out of an ass is not really saving a life. Maybe that got a nug out and I'm happy for Whitney, but did you know that Elvis Presley did not take a shit for like four weeks? Huh. And he was on the bowl trying to get his shit out, and his his bum hole was completely caked, sealed with poopies. Like he had just like a dingleberry seal. It just I don't know because I guess when you, the drugs that he was taking, it like constipated him to a level that was insane, and he hadn't shit for so long that he was trying to shit, and he couldn't get it to come out. And he but kept, they were just like cow patties, like just a. That's what I think. A yeah, spackle job sealing his anus. Poop. But he could have put one of those hoses does, does up it, there that I've got in the shower and fucking, 
he would have released it and then he would have wouldn't have died. Raise your hand if you've experienced caking as a symptom of constipation. I'm sorry, caking? That's what Kevin is saying, that the poop could no longer come out because there was a, a, a mortar wall of feces that through, For, which, through which freshies could no longer pass. A month come without, on. Dude, a month without taking a shit, what do you reckon your bumhole looks like? I think it looks S- distressed. And don't forget his yeah. diet. Mm-hmm. So it was fully caked with like those banana peanut butter toast things and shit. <laughs> so I, I so, so are you so well. let me let me so I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry which as we all know is absolute bullshit. It's bullshit. part it's part of the cover up, but you got to start somewhere. Are you saying drugs were or were not a factor? Yes, they were a factor. In what way? That uh that constipated him. Right. He was known to take large amounts of codeine, which is such a shit opiate. Is it? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Scissor is awesome. I, mean, I don't like codeine. I do. Uh, to each their own. Yeah. And they also say that he fell off the toilet. Yeah. And there was um, like some uh, some some head damage. Yeah. yeah he had All of these things though. can be true at the same time. You can nearly overdose on codeine in the, the buildup to which you develop massive constipation mm. and then you can sit on the toilet and strain so hard to break on through to the other side that you give yourself a heart attack yeah. and then you fall off the toilet from the heart attack thereby damaging your dome yeah Imagine if you it. if you are, are backed up with you know a month copious a amounts worth of, of shit poop, yeah can you even fart that is a fucking good question because seriously where is the room yeah. You know what? Maybe he did. Imagine, could you imagine how his fart smelt with all that poo? Like the fart had to go through all that poo to get a break on through to the other side. It's old poop. Yeah. You know what's like, worse than poop? Old what? Poop. Old poop. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know there was anything worse than poop. <laughs> what's worse than poop? Yeah, old poop can be better than new poop, really. How do you figure? Well, when it dries, it doesn't like get so mushy and sticky to you. Oh, like, I'd see. rather be, I'd rather someone threw. A a weak old dog shit at me than a fucking fresh one. You're talking about poop that's been out of the poop womb, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) An aged crap. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. We're really learning a lot here. I'm not sure what I just learned. Oh, yeah. Well, it's rocking rocking me to my core. Okay. Well, then you think that that was going to make you smarter for the rest (laughs) of your life? They listen to this, you guys. Hold on. I got to call my mom and tell her everything I've learned. Everybody, shut up and listen to this. So here we go. <laughs> Did you know that the guy that invented washing your hands, um, they murdered him for it? Let me explain a little more. Yeah. There was a guy. You talk, I'll Google. There was a doctor. Doctor, uh, I don't know, Doctor Hygiene or something. I don't know. But so Doctor Clean fucking goes, hey, <laughs> scientifically, I figured it out because I'm a doctor. When you wash your hands, there's less germs and like all these weird people that are kind of like some people of today were like uh-uh, don't even try to like take my what well, i will not wash my hands and my germs have freedom but they put him in a mental institution and then in the mental institution he was beaten to death and that's a doctor that invented washing hands because he yeah you know, because we didn't like we didn't that made us angry 
I can only assume you are talking about 19th century Hungarian doctor Ignaz Semmelweis. Mm-hmm. Ignaz. Yep. Huge fan. He uh, discovered the wonders of this now basic hygienic practice um, during an experiment in a Vienna hospital's maternity ward. That's a great place to figure out that you should wash your fucking hands. Nice. It's amazing. Infant mortality used to be so bad. It's amazing it wasn't far, far worse. Yeah. It's amazing humankind survived into the modern era, considering yeah. how barbaric we were in regards to basic hygiene and delivering babies. Do you think sometimes ladies just walked around with half a baby hanging out of their vagina in the caveman days? No time, got to work. Because they just like didn't figure out how to pull it out or anything? Probably. See, right? I would guess so. I'm trying to figure out what actually ultimately happened to this man. I've heard, I've heard your theory. Oh, here we go. No, I don't, the, I, I don't know the. I don't know the answer yet. <laughs> I would rather confirm. It's weird to me that I've gotten this far into the article and all they have said so far is that, okay, here we go. In 1865, after suffering a mental breakdown, and he was ridiculed for his insistence that everyone ought to wash their hands. That may have played a role in his mental breakdown. He was admitted to an asylum. He died of sepsis. Yeah, from the from the wounds of a beatdown. That's right. They 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 murdered him into a a, a, man, a mean case of sepsis, specifically a wound to his hand became infected. The irony! Oh my goodness! Eh. No, if you would just let me shut up, crazy man! No, just a little bit of soap. <laughs> right, and then they and then they bashed him and probably didn't let him wash his hands. I'm sure they didn't let him. If he had a wound on his hand that became infected and he died from it, it's fair to say uh, uh, a solid scrubbing. Could have made the difference. Yeah. 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 But there you go. Lesson learned. Don't, if you come up with a good idea, keep it to yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. Or pin it on somebody else. You're going to make someone angry. It's the herd. When the herd gets angry, you got to, you got to watch out. So it's, just going to weigh this for a little bit. Just sling that Ellis Mania belt over your shoulder. I just feel like every now and then i got to put the belt on because I am the champion you know, of Ellis Mania. I am for sure the champion. I'm the greatest fighter that Ellis Mania's ever seen. Sure, maybe I lost to Kyle Kingsbury twice, but that doesn't really count because Kyle Kingsbury's a real fighter. And we're talking about what the fuck are you doing here, fighters? And that's me. What the fuck are you doing here, fighters? And I, Lewis, I know you're a huge fan of the show. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. Do you know that he did fan uh, fantasy about um, raping me? What? Yeah, fans sent it to me. They did a thing where they play different characters. There was like four of them, and they were doing different characters. And one of the characters was me. Mm-hmm. And I come in, and my, you know, oh my, you know, when are we gonna fight or some shit? And then somebody hits me over the head with a <laughs> tape. I'll punch you. Okay, yeah, guy. guy did that. Yeah. So they did that, and then uh, they hit me over the head with a, a chair. And then uh, Lewis butt fucked me and like whispered shit in my ear, and there that was and and you weren't into it. No, oh no, I was like I thought we were gonna fight, and Lewis is like this is your this is what you get, or I don't know some. I texted him about it. I was like, did you did you fan fiction rape me on your show? And he's just <laughs> like, lol. I'm like, okay, it's a different de- um angle for those guys like it's i i kind of get it now like it's uh uh you would make a 9-11 joke or you would make a uh a, a women rights joke like yeah maybe they should get more shut up or you know like a thing where mm-hmm. you're like wow but that's that's the whole joke and if you don't get the sarcasm of it it's kind of like 
when we first started, I felt like there were people that every now and then would tweet me and say, how could you say that? And I clearly you and I were being sarcastic. Right. And I was like, wow, some people really don't get sarcasm. Yeah, the joke is that it's not funny to joke about that. Or- yeah, and I, and I, at the time, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I never thought that we kind of did you know what I mean? Like, let's be racist and, and be sarcastic or... No, absolutely. I was just talking about this on another show the other day to the point that once every month or two, some guy would get the wrong idea and would take it seriously. And because, okay, I'll give an example. I used to do a segment called Women, Am I Right? It's yes, just news stories about how dumb women are. And obviously these were examples of women doing stupid things, but the joke was that I was pretending this was representative of the way women carry themselves. And every now and again, a guy would call in and be like, fuck it. I mean, like you guys say, I mean, women are fucking stupid. Am I right, bro? Yeah. And be like, oh my God, don't call and stop listening. Yeah. Because you're a dangerous person if you're not understanding it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So I They're feel like there. Lewis does that to people with his humor and even quite frankly even me at the start when i followed him i unfollowed him because i was like what that's fucking sick that ain't funny fuck that guy and then now that i follow him again because for the last for the year for a year and a half (laughs) since we're gonna fight i've noticed that it's just that's his comedy like something really personal that you would never talk about he tweets it and is like, what are you going to fucking do? But everybody that listens to him, skanks, they they know he's joking. I know we think, yeah, look, if you just joke about that all the time, you're still hurting people's feelings. But I, I do see their angle more and I, and I find them to be far less offensive now because I also feel like you're a, a boy. You guys are all, you know, you want to say shit that you're not supposed to say and make people feel uncomfortable. That's the thing that you like to do. And yeah, maybe people should have thicker skin. Yep. Uh, I, I don't see those guys as a threat at all. I I just feel like you got your snowflakes that just, you know, pound everybody for doing anything. And I think it's good to have skanks around and to, that say, in my opinion, really stupid shit, but I'm like, you know, get, get over it. Like we fake raped you, Jason, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't find that offensive. I, I get you guys. You guys would do a rape skit because because <laughs> they know they know that that's like offensive. Some people that have been raped are like, that's not cool, and they're like, mission accomplished. Yeah, we're trying to piss you off, and if you don't get that, it's because you're stupid. I see their angle, and I. And, I, and when I see their angle, I find it way less offensive. And I feel like, you know, these days there's so many weird, everybody's so triggered and so offended. And there's people that have figured it out and, and, and then try to trigger and offend people. These guys are a good thing. Because every now and then, yeah, say something stupid. You know what? Every now and then you're going to say something stupid in front of the wrong person. You're going to pay for it. They don't get your sarcasm. Those come. Yeah. Everybody gets it. Yeah. Well, and there's two kinds of people who are triggered by things. There's people who are triggered on behalf of people that they've never met, and those tend to be the snowflakes that are fairly unbearable. Mm. But then there's the people who are triggered because it reminds them of something that happened to them, and they're like, whoa, I was just trying to hang out and enjoy something, and yeah. I didn't need to be reminded of the time that I got raped by a boxing promoter. Right. <laughs> but most of those people probably stopped listening to that podcast a while ago. <laughs> You think you can beat a stingray? Um, I touch stingrays routinely. 
So I know my enemy. I think I could beat a stingray in thumb wrestling, but not a swim race. Mm. Do you think you could kill a stingray with your bare hands before it killed you? Oh, if it was out to kill me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, but I would have to resort to disgusting measures. What do you example. do? Like ripping at eye sockets and stuff. Do you know where their eyes are? Yeah. Nope, but I'm just going to tear at stuff until I find it. I was going to say, where are their eyes? They're pretty good at hiding those. Yeah, they I think they're like on their ass or something. Nah. I think everything's on the bottom. What the fuck would it be on the eyes? Oh, no, the eyes might be like right on the... I think on the top. Right on the side of the pancake. But they're super camouflaged. Um, Beady look, out motherfuckers like here's the thing. Here's the thing that you're going to want to know if you're going to tangle to the death with a stingray. The stinger is actually not on the end of the tail. It's at the base of the yeah, tail. Yeah, no, it's where so the it's, pussy is. So it's not as if they're going to whip the thing around. I think getting a hold of the tail could be a good move, but you really got to fucking kill it. Quick, because they wiggle tremendously. I don't. Think, oh, they don't want to die. I don't. <laughs> well said, Michael. I don't think <laughs> when they realize that you're trying to death murder kill them, they will put on. They put up a fight and wiggle the fuck out. And let's say that it was a stingray that was like, "No, I'm killing Kevin." Then he would wiggle out and then come back and strike and bounce off you and come back and strike. So you'd have to time it. When he comes in to strike, you got to grab onto him, and then, honestly, with your bare hands, what do you? How do you make a, a like? Do you tear him in half? How the fuck? What am I, Conan? Like a phone book? I'm just, just saying. How how? What bit do you get? Yeah. that kills it. Right. So are we tangling in water? Yes, naturally, it would be unfair to the stingray. Otherwise, are we tangling in six feet of water or two feet of water? I'll give make it even two feet. Okay. All right, so now we're we're back in my dojo, which is the stingray petting tank at the Long Beach Aquarium where I Wait, spend most sorry, of my Wait, sorry, it days. can't be two feet because he has to be able to strike the body. So oh. it's at least chin high. That's going to be real different. Now I think I like the stingray's chances. Slow if I, death though, if, right? if I can move, well, I don't, I mean, you just oh, can't. Oh, wait, yeah. does he only have one sting? I'm not sure about that. Is it like, like a like, bee where he stings you and his ass falls off? I think that the thing that he shoots out, he only has one, right? Oh, really? I, I still think that he's going to immobilize you. He's going to do enough damage that he can claim victory and swim away from right. you. Right. So that's the fight. That's the fight. Because if the Stingray can't kill you, then this is stupid because it could just go on all day. And as soon as you recover from the blow that he's successfully delivered to you, then you go over and kill him. Mm -hmm. See, in like 18 inches of water, which is what I'm used to, I feel like you just get him from the top and you smush him against the ground. And while you're holding him there, then you just you just kind of ground and pound. Yeah. There's gotta I wonder be a, how much ground and pound it takes to kill a Stingray. There's got to be a brain in there somewhere. But if it's... It, it's but a if, lot of shots. But if, if, through the waters, it yeah. slows it down a lot. But if we're up to, up to our chin, well, now he has a variety of angles at which to come for me, and I've lost all of the speed on my right. downward. And, and at that point, I believe, I believe Stingray's got me. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here. Just wanted to talk to you a little bit about capes. Do you have hair? Do you like it? Or do you want to look like me? Let, let, ask me if it hurt to get a wolf tattooed on my head. Yeah, it did. Would I rather hair instead of the wolf? Yeah, I would. But I can't. But if you have hair and you want to keep it, 
Listen to this. Yeah, don't live in denial. How many guys you go, oh, I think, no, maybe it's not. Hey, dude, if you think you're balding, you're probably balding. No shame in that. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35 years old. You have plenty of company. The question is, are you going to do something about it? Do it. Uh, If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Alice to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Alice. Get your first month free, everybody. Keeps.com slash Alice. Blue Chew gets you hard. That's Bye right. Now. We're talking about Blue Chew. We're always talking about Blue Chew. What's Blue Chew? It's the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Jason, you love Blue Chew. Bone zone 24-7. I love these things. I live for these things. That's right. It's hard for me not to just be a part of them all the time. Sometimes I got an up bone, you know, so I don't. That's right, 24-7, because you don't need to go to the doctor's office. Who's got the time? Who wants to go to a doctor's office for anything, much less to talk about this? It's an online prescription service. No awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy. Ships right to your door in a discreet packaging. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Ellis, come on! At checkout, just pay five bucks shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code Ellis to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. What if they're chokeable? I really don't think so. You need a neck to be able to choke. No, I, I think what you need to do, unfortunately, if you're fighting a stingray and it's to the death and it's you or him is you grip anywhere you can grip, which is going to be like eye sockets, mouth, gills. And I'm just gripping and ripping. Do stingrays have gills? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. right. I think so. I think so. I should know. I've, I, say, I literally was touching them ad nauseum five days ago. Uh, tough fight, though. Yeah, everything's on the bottom. How big is this thing? Uh, you know, like a fat one. Oh, wow. That changes things, too. Yeah. That's a big one. One time, well, not one time. There was this place called the Cerberus. It's a, it's a ship that shipwrecked in Australia, off the coast of where I live in Sandringham. And we used to swim out to the Cerberus and then climb up onto the top chimney thing and then jump down into the hole. And uh, there was this stingray that was famous. Everybody knew. Everybody knew him or her. I don't know what sex it was. Oh, it's um, stingy. Yeah, but it's a fucking big motherfucker, and he never hurt anybody. I didn't. I don't think stingrays hurt people, to be honest. It was a freak accident with Crocodile Hunter. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he must um, have been really poking it. One time, I was at a beach in Encinitas, and I was with um, an action sports athlete, and they warned me that um, I needed to shuffle my feet when I walked out in the in the sand because a lot of people have been getting stung by stingrays, and I thought that this person was fucking with me to see if I would walk around shuffling my feet all day. But no, there had been like a dozen people who had been mm. stung rayed that weekend, and I, I gather all that happened is then they had to go and sit out of the beach and go, "Ow, fuck!" There's no thing stuck in them. I don't know about that. Because how is there a thing stuck in the crocodile hunt? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't understand that either. Right? Like, when did we ever see... Because mm-hmm. I got attacked by a stingray once when I shot one uh, 
with a spear gun when I was a kid, and he flew, he swam off, and then when the string pulled, he bounced back and came at me, and he hit me like two or three times before my other friend shot him, and then we both swam away from each other to tighten the rope to get this fucking maniac. I got he got two spikes in him, he was still trying to go. It was kind of sad because we got him to shore and um, hit a bunch of like little bitty babies fell out. It's pretty lame. And like see-through stingrays like this big. Yeah. We released all the see-through baby stingrays, but. Yum, yum, yum. Somebody had lunch. That's what I I know. They they didn't look like they were going to. Yeah. But yeah, that ruined that. But he was coming right for me. I understand. I think stingrays are very plentiful. If it makes you feel any better. No. No, I really don't want to. It's like killing um, a pregnant deer. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to kill a pregnant deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We I, have to. We literally have to thin the population, Jason. Uh, you understand? Oh. oh Otherwise, oh. they encroach and they steal our houses. No, the traffic would be out of control. <laughs> deer everywhere. Like, how are we getting to work? Children going to school with antlers yeah. hanging out of them. I mean. No other choice. Yeah, thousands of kids die every year from deer hits. <laughs> When a deer knocks them off and ruins the day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here talking about Liquid Death. Proud sponsor of the Jason Ellis Show. And, of course, my whole stupid face, Jason Ellis. Uh, people that don't know and think that I'm drinking a beer down the freeway, it's water. The black can's got uh, sparkling water and the white can is just good old-fashioned water. And when you finish drinking... The can goes in the recycling trash can, and that's one less floating plastic island in the sea. A lot of people are under the impression that if you're feeling a little thirsty, you should just take a tiny little sip of water, and that's going to make it better. It's not going to work. You need to brutally, violently murder the hell out of your thirst. There you go. And there's only one brand on the market that's going to do that. What do you think it is? It's liquid death. Everybody's doing it. That's right. Everybody is doing it. And if you want to do it, you can get free shipping. Just the water. Don't pay for the shipping on water and merch at, this is such an easy URL to remember, liquiddeath.com slash Ellis. That is liquiddeath.com slash Ellis to get free shipping on all water and merch or just grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. Make sure you tell them the Ellis Show sent you. The guys at Whole Foods love to hear that. It's fun. It's a fun drink. It's like a fun way to drink water. Everybody likes it better for some weird reason. It's like a little bit more exciting. Speaking of exciting, they have a movie. Yeah, I know. Water that has a movie. But I watched it the other day, and I had no idea how terrifying liquid death cans are. (laughs) If I had saw this movie before drinking one, I would never turn my back on a can. Winning season has started off hot, but my bookies continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 survivor contest. What is my bookie? It's the only site we use for all of our NFL gaming needs. And whether you are a new or existing customer, if you've made a deposit with my bookie, you earn entry into the $50,000 survivor contest. Absolutely free to play. All you have to do is pick one winner a week to keep your streak alive and have a shot at the grand prize. Either way, it's a simple way to play and win, even if you don't have a ton of experience like us in betting. That's why we always choose my bookie for NFL contests. Head to mybookie.ag now to get in on the competition and use my promo code ELLIS. 
to receive double your first deposit and get instant access to the 50,000 uh, survivor pool. Again, that's the promo code LS. LS2. Instantly double your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. You want to talk about sea creatures or land creatures? I like sea creatures because they're so mysterious. Well, then let's talk about the 101-year-old Maine woman who still works on a lobster boat. That's incredible. Yep. What's her pussy look like, you think? A vagina. Shut up, Katie. Look, <laughs> I'm doing a show, Katie, and sometimes I've got to I've got to know I because you, you know what? What happens if you and I live to 100? What's your pussy look like? I want to know. <laughs> am I just digging an even worse hole? I am. I don't know. I'm doing it again. <laughs> I'm really bad on here. You should have heard me the other. I've ruined the solo, my solo Patreon shows. I I, I did a, like, a week of just offending Katie or uh, accidentally taking too many mushrooms and not understanding what I'm doing on the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> D- didn't you go on a spirit quest last week last weekend you mean just camping in the bush yeah with mushrooms across the freeway yeah, yeah 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 well that's what did it i did yes yeah, so i went <laughs> did you find your spirit squirrel out there <laughs> i found fa- i found that i really like tripping out on mushrooms out of does that count but i i yeah i had a tent and man the place that i went to it's got cool waves and all that stuff but the camping site is off the freeway yeah so you can hear the the cars, and then there's like a you park your car, and then there's a picnic table that you get, and a fire pit, and then there's really like twenty feet of gravel to put your tent in. And I'm like gravel, and then that's a bummer. Yeah, so it's kind of like they you can't they don't put you further. I'd like to camp further in. Yeah, it's further out right near the freeway. Right, and it's not very. Bush vibe. There's not a lot of bush vibe. Hard to get back to nature when you can still smell exhaust. Right. And so, but I, I, um, there were like other campers around too, and they were everyone was a amateur camper, bad etiquette. They didn't, had a bunch of extra shit. But yeah, I decided to <laughs> eat some some shrooms instead of dinner, which probably made it better because I was gonna cook dinner and I was like, ah, oh, it's dark. I can't be fucked. I, I don't know how to make that. I hadn't used my camping grill yet, so I just ate a bunch of that and sat by the fire. And it was very, very like stars, and I was like, I was watching TV, but it was just the 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 stars and the clouds, everything moving around. And I was like, wow, I'm really having a good time by myself in the middle of nowhere. And then I had a bunch of candy in my tent. So at one point, I was in my tent, just fucking laughing my ass off, eating candy. And I was like, man, I think I like mushrooms. Didn't think that I would, and I thought, uh past that like it would make me panic but it didn't at all so then i decided to do it here on the show i was like that'll be cool it was hard to do i I was like i really don't want to tell anybody anything anymore i want to because your brain starts thinking and seeing stuff all the walls had like faces all smiling and stuff and i was like i just want to watch the faces i don't want to talk anymore yeah, you're kind of on the clock when you're doing a podcast. Yeah, I didn't, I, you know, it was one of those decisions that was like a quick one. And then I was like, ah, fuck, you idiot. But I do that a lot where I go, ah, fuck, you idiot. So what? <laughs> I seem to bounce back pretty good. 
Yeah, because I mean, doing a podcast, you know, especially like, you know, a semi-solo one, that's a lot of dead air to fill. And I feel like a lot of times when you're on mushrooms, yeah, sometimes you feel like being chatty, but sometimes you want to just, like you said, take it in. There were fucking happy faces all over the place. Like, huh. I could be talking right now, but I really want to take in these happy faces. This is kind of chill. When I looked at the Patreon uh, members' opinions, everyone liked it. Like, I ain't doing it again, yeah. but everybody found it to be very entertaining. I don't even remember what I did. I remember every now and then I would see stuff and just be like, whoa. And then I'd go, oh, fuck. I'm on the radio. I mean, I'm on the on Patreon. Fucking radio. <laughs> Neat thing about mushrooms, I feel like, is... It, it, it like acid always feels like an illusion when shit goes away you're like oh that's so weird that's just like my wall and last night it kind of looked at like there was crazy shit in it i was tripping balls mushrooms i always felt a little bit more like i was like oh i kind of realized that there are actually secretly faces inside my wall yeah you yeah I, I like i don't know how far how much more i would want to take but i just like um it feels like i'm solving puzzles in my head yeah you know i'm like oh wow i never looked at it like that uh, and those are valuable, and it's not like alcohol. You 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 remember that? Like I remember, like oh yeah, that's yeah. And it, so it kind of it reminds me of ayahuasca light, right? Because ayahuasca is that. As soon as the medicine kicks in, it takes a while for you to figure it out. But it's medicine, and the fucking it just makes you fix yourself. Like you're like, what about this? The way I handled that, and I'm like, I oh, could do things differently. It just seems like it's just trying to give me advice to to live a happier life and i feel like mushrooms kind of does the same thing where it gives you a little bit better of an outlook or maybe um little things like the stars and stuff how you can appreciate them so much more than than you would have any other day it's hard to piss on that you know if i yeah. can spend an hour just going wow i mean look at the look at the world man <laughs> i get all get all pumped on the world uh, as opposed to you know uh I'm, I want to go to sleep so that I can surf. I also fucking caught waves, proper waves. First time, easily the best waves I've ever caught in my life. So the next, in the morning, I go down there and I try to catch some waves and I caught some white water because I didn't know which spot to go in. And of course, the good guys are on the bigger wave and I didn't want to go over there because they just snake you or you're, 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 I don't know, it's confusing. But then um, a friend, my new surf friend, um, he met me down there and then was like, come out over this spot here. He's like, you want to take off around here? This is a good spot. And then boom, riding for like a long time along the wave. Uh, and it was funny how I immediately was like, yeah, this is what, uh, I, if you put in more work and you get it, then it's all worth all the shit beforehand where you can't get on anything. And everyone just like, what is this idiot? It, it pays off. Yeah. I finally saw, I, I felt like I was like, okay, this I can do. This is what I was trying to get to, where I can get on a wave and go, wee. So I got the right board for it. I just got to learn to paddle better. That's like the, one of the things that I can tell some people just, it's a technique and that I don't have. And everybody that doesn't have it does the same thing as me. It's like amateur paddling. You can tell when you look out now. I'm like, that guy's been surfing for as much as me. You kind of end up doing a weird, like you're an injured turtle. Like when you get tired, you can't, good guys lift their arms out of the water and paddle. 
when you're not a good guy, your arms get this part of your arm gets tired. Yeah. So you do like some weird more of a patty cake. Yeah. You know, sometimes I've sometimes I'll try to pull my arm out and it doesn't come out and I'll just like I, I didn't paddle because this is so burnt. I, yeah. I'll get to the point where I start doing breaststroke and kicking with my feet because I can't do that one one more time. I can't do it right now. I mean, after a night of doing mushrooms and sleeping on, you know, a gravel tent. Oh, I had a really good mattress. I bought. Oh, okay. I, I went to Jeff Bezos and got a camping mattress, like an inflatable one that also has padding in it. Famous outdoorsman Jeff Bezos. Yes, he knows a lot about camping. <laughs> that mattress was out of because I, you know, I used to camp when I was a kid. Fuck, I wish I had that mattress. It's I didn't notice at all. I had a sleeping bag in that mattress. And I, I felt like I slept fine. And, and you I, felt up, you, you woke up feeling perfectly fine? F- maybe fresher than normal. Huh. Why? No, I'm just curious. I mean, I did mushrooms this weekend too. Yeah. And um, you I did up, other stuff too, though. I did. Yeah, I have, my, my brain sometimes turns against me. Yes. And I've noticed with hallucinogens, you know, the first time, first couple times I did acid or mushrooms, were fucking great you know i got cool visuals it was a really happy trip i was laughing the whole time and then one time i just had a bad experience a bad trip and it was just very anxiety ridden and uncomfortable and it sort of felt like my skin was crawling and i just did not like it at all and that must have just gotten in my head and every trip after that just fell the same way i could be wrong but i felt I feel like if you're going to do mushrooms, you need to be outside. I feel like if yeah. you take mushrooms and stay inside, it's going to be a different trip. Well, I, so in 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 a, an effort to combat my own anxiety, I did a little bit of ecstasy first. Yeah. And then once I started feeling that kick in a little bit, then I ate some mushrooms. Yeah. I would have thought that the ecstasy would take out the mushrooms and you wouldn't feel the mushrooms. Mm, I not, felt them. Not your experience? Cool. No. But I woke up the next day and felt perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Molly can does something to your serotonin, so you wouldn't want to. You might not be as positive the next day because it kind of trains it a little bit. Yes, and I've a hundred percent been there before, especially like in the early two thousands when ecstasy was pretty dirty. Yeah. Like you never knew what you were getting. There could be fucking like really yeah, nasty never. speed inside there or even like a little bit of heroin and sometimes you would roll so hard your fucking vision your eyes are twitching and stuff and then you wake up the next day just completely depleted of all serotonin yeah that's but, the way to go no i felt i felt fine after this i i did a mdma therapy with a doctor and he gave me a bunch of supplements that on the day that i took it and that made a huge difference the next day hmm Basic supplements, too. Yeah. I didn't feel any less of anything. I felt pretty refreshed. And I was kind of worried about doing it. But I also, as a doctor's MDMA, it was was proper MDMA. Medical grade. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I had a dream last night that my wife and I took ecstasy. And then she woke up super early in real life and went downstairs. And I don't know why, just started, maybe she was angry. She was awake, started putting away dishes much louder than you need to. Uh. And it kept waking me up. But you know when you have a dream that you go back to? So I kept on alternating between being happy, doing ecstasy with my wife in a dream, and being angry at her in real life for continually waking me up. 
That sounds so painful. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite morning. Uh. <laughs> that was before the children started coming in. He didn't even do any drugs to get that one. I got fucking flonase. That was the hardest thing I was on this weekend. Oh, wow. Yep. Scientists have success successfully achieved a dream man has long sought. Potty training cows. Wait, they make cows go to the bathroom? Wherever they want. Whenever they want. Wait a minute. If they go to the bathroom wherever they want, whenever they want, isn't yeah. that still just a cow shitting? The difference is they're able to... So if you subscribe to the theory that climate change is preventable and bad, yeah, cow excretions are a major contributor to air pollution. Yeah. So if they can dictate where the cows pee and poop, they can catch it and dispose of it rather than it just being in a field and the, the ammonia specifically oh. about it. Yeah. I Methane's another that. thing, but I guess it's the pee and the ammonia is another major thing. Yeah. Ammonia, airborne ammonia is bad for the planet and a lot, like more than 50% of the planet's ammonia fumes are coming from cow pee. And it turns out to be fairly simple if you've got the time. You just put like a treat. I think they were putting honey on whatever oats and shit they eat and they just put it in a trough and they had the pee collector right next to that. So they would just go over and eat that shit. And before long, they realized they were only allowed to eat it after they peed. And they well, said, oh, cows wow. are like comparable to like a two to three year old human being, in terms, yeah. which is pretty much when you, when you potty train people. I don't want to, I'm not eating cows anymore. No, there's a lot to be said for it. Uh, I've been plant-based for how long now, Katie? Oh, like a week. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. How is that affecting your butt? Okay. Lots I think of, it looks oh. I think it looks great. Yeah. Oh, you mean like my poopies? <laughs> yes. Yeah, easier. Hmm? They come out of my anus easier. Does the, it make the you poopy, fart a lot? Does that understand? Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to just get that out. <laughs> when I shit is less strange. it just like comes out, but it, I feel like at first, yes, some more farts, but not not anymore. I fart a lot anyway, but um <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Full of beans. Do you ever try my hand towel thing so you don't let what? Katie know Why? to fart in a towel? No. I ain't hiding that shit. Like, if I crank a good one, that's funny. You know, if it's a really loud one. You can't do... If I do, like, six farts in front of Katie in one day, that's going to bum her out. Yeah. But one fart every now and then where maybe she's in the other room and I don't know that it's going to be a cranker and it's a fucking earth shatterer. And then I hear her in the other room go, really? I think that's pretty funny. She's acting angry, but she loves <laughs> right, it. She right, loves it. Right. She loves it. They all, they all, they all <laughs> Women all love farts. No, you're so right, Michael. Everyone listening. Trust me. All your wives love a good fart. Listen, yeah. ladies, we're on to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, all right, all right. I'll fart in front of you. I got it. <laughs> like, I'll marry you and I'll fart on you. Don't worry. Katie, does Jason have a one fart a day pass? Honestly, they are kind of funny because they're so loud. But if he keeps doing it, See? then I just feel like he's being lazy and inconsiderate. Because, like, yeah. go at least fart in the bathroom, you know? Yeah. yeah. If I was, like I said, if I go past five farts, so I gotta, it's like, you sh if you're going to fart five times in a small period, yeah. you need to go outside or you need to take a shit because something's up. <laughs> But I get unconscious farts. I get away with unconscious farts. Mm -hmm. I feel like I blast a lot of those because I, I refuse to fart in front of my girlfriend. But have you slept in the same bed with her? Yes. So and I know I know for sure I've 
And and she, what are the odds she woke up in the five? Well, I fall asleep first. I always fall asleep first. Yeah. So and I probably hold in so many farts when she's around that right when my body passes out, my ass is probably like, yes, here All we right. go. All right. But like, it, I, you know, her she lives in a one bedroom. I live in a one bedroom. There's really not much distance. We can get away from each other throughout the course of a day. So, like, if she's at my place taking a shower, I know I have, you know, a closed door as a barrier, the sound of the shower as a barrier. So I can, like, go to the other end of my apartment and, like, maybe fart in my trash can or something. See, here's here's the difference. Fart in your trash can. Why don't you fucking live in there, you idiot? (laughs) Just fart, man. (laughs) So crazy. Uh, The gnarliest one for me is, I hope you don't mind, Katie, but... We went to oh, Mammoth. God. It wasn't Mammoth. It was Big Bear. Okay, we went to Big Bear. The fart was Mammoth. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so she were were drinking and uh, out on the balcony at night. It's cold up there, and she squatted. She squatted to take a pee. I think it was on the balcony, and I had just sort of like walked back out to the balcony, and she farted while she was peeing. And because it was so cold, the she did like a fart smog. <laughs> you actually saw the thought. I bubble. actually saw the fart come out of her anus. And I was, I was like, because she doesn't fart or poo according to life. Like, that's how we play it. And I'm like, oh, you fucking shit for sure. Because that was almost a poop. That was like, a that's right before shit comes out. And it was just the best angle. She didn't know it was going to happen. I was like, wow. Those are the things that make life grand as far as I'm concerned. I just don't understand. So, like, right, we we used to live in a world, and we still kind of do, where we pretend girls don't poop or we don't yeah, talk yeah. about it, and we understand that guys do. And you're supposed to be discreet about it, about your farting and shit like that. So why do we, if we now live in a world where we understand women poop just as much as guys do their bodies work exactly the same as ours in regard to that function why do we still assume that when a couple sleeps together it's the guy we need to worry about farting not the chick yeah she's fighting too for why sure. can't it just why can't your chick just be farting all night she is she's holding hers around you too bro yeah. have you she's thought got, about that we all well, have anuses i always just assume that guys are grosser and men on average fart more than women. right do. why do you assume that let's uh, find out right. yeah I don't know. Maybe it just makes sense in my head. Doesn't it make sense in yours? I think it would make sense to. It wouldn't matter if it was a guy or a girl. I feel like if it's a human being that has a a, a bad diet, they're gonna fart more. The average person produces about half a liter of farts every day. Person. Yes, that's right. People pass gas on average fourteen times per day. Obviously, some people you know vary. Women fart just as much as men do. Boom. That's exactly that you proved my point. We're still living in this antiquated world where we created this fanciful magic castle that women's assholes live in where they don't actually shit, even though we all knew it wasn't true. And even though we've given up on that, I saw an ad the other day that was playing up like women don't talk about shitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I do watch me shit. Yeah, it was an ad for some probiotic or whatever. Equal rights. Women have poopies coming out of their butthole all the time. Right, fart logs out. So your girlfriend, (laughs) your girlfriend is living the exact same struggle that you are. She's constantly sitting there with a gas bubble that she doesn't want to release in front of you when she's in the shower and you're farting in your garbage can. She's farting in the shower. 
Do you think girls look at their poopy after they do it? Everybody like, does. Like we do? Yeah. All right. I mean, you have to make sure there's no like blood or monsters in it. Monsters? You got to make sure everything's okay. Sometimes your turds can be, you know, a, a sign of things to come. That's not why people check. People check because they want to look at their poop. I don't know why. Well, it's still you for a few more seconds. People don't check because they go, no, uh, believe me. I'm not interested in seeing this in the slightest, but I have to know if there's any blood in my feces. Sure, there's never been before, but today could be the day, and I must know post-haste. So now people just look, because they want to look at their poop. If you ever pissed outside and not looked at your dick? Yeah, because uh, I'm looking at where I'm peeing, usually. If you're looking at where you're peeing, how are you not looking at your piss? You mean my dick. Right, but I'm not. I'm not focused on it. I'm focused on the... I'm saying yeah. one glance. Just like when I've, you look at your shit. I don't know if I've ever peed standing up and not looked down. All right. So, because that's what I'm saying. If you have to do it in a toilet bowl, then obviously you have to look down so you're going to see your dick. Right. But if you're in the woods, you could just piss. You could, right. And look around. But you never do because you just need to check your dick. Oh, yeah. I, I know I've taken a couple out. of strolling outdoor pees just because I could. <laughs> right, I've peed in the shower and not looked at my penis. Oh, that's another. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a great one it, to to not have to hold on. Yes. while you pee is it's such a great feeling. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, right. And peeing in the woods. Yeah. If you've got pants on, well, then you're shit out of luck. But right. if you don't have pants on and you're just fucking pissing in the woods, yep. you don't have to answer to anyone. No, except yeah, you do have to worry about pissing on your feet. Yeah, really. Even yeah, if but you're Donald you Duck in the great outdoors, wouldn't you, you worry about the splashback? Well, you got to piss on yourself. Oh, a little bit. That's I see. It's mm. like you're in the woods. You're in the wilderness. You're naked in the woods and you're urinating. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever gone quite that natural. But That's it is one of, the, one of the great things about being in the ocean as well. Do you see Madonna's anus? No, I heard that she unveiled it, mm. her 65-year-old anus. It's a good ass. Days. I mean, it's oh, plastic surgery, but it was tremendous. She said work done? No. Oh, dude, on her it's anus? impossible. Impossible to have that ass. I thought it might have been a plastic suit. It was that perfect. So you think that she had implants? Fuck yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you meant that she'd had like a lift. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it was the most plastic surgery anus I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And well, her face now tells me that, yeah, she's had a bunch of shit done to her ass as well. Because her face doesn't look like her at all. It's twice the size of any other face. Yeah. L look, it's just, I'm, I'm not, this isn't my own theory. So don't get mad at me for repeating it. People will often say, I feel like about Russian women and Italian women tend to be above average gorgeous when they're very young mm. and then turn into witches at right. a certain point. Right. And I can remember hearing women, because I wasn't like scrutinizing Madonna's face in 1992. I can remember hearing women look at photos of her and going, oh, look, now she's turning into an old Italian lady. Yeah, well, so not Uranus. No, so she's fighting that fight. I think it's cool. I, I think her mission is to try to remain Madonna for as long as she possibly can. And I think that ought to be yep, Madonna's mission. What about Cher? Cher, same thing. Same thing, right. I was just Googling totally Dolly, Dolly Parton. Yeah, I would uh, bone all of them. Um, I did see Madonna's butt. Yeah. You know, thumbs up. Well done, Madonna. Yeah. But uh, there's also a picture of Cindy Lauper from the VMAs. She didn't she have her good. anus out. No, no anus, but face looks good yeah it's not that it looked good it's because they put the lighting on old people at that awards where they blew their face out so you can't see mm. so she actually i'm sorry but she's tremendously old and not that hot 
I like Cindy Lauper. Didn't say I didn't like her. Just saying, you know, Madonna's anus, and then you bring up Cindy Lauper. I don't know about that because that uh, that anus was any girl turn around, walk around with that. I'd go, holy shit! Yeah, it, it was re- it was really stuck on. It felt because her face, you know, even with the lighting, I was like, man, you're so puffy. Your head's so full of um, whatever you've put in there to make it stretch out. And then when she turned around and walked off, it, it was so. It was the anus of a 25-year-old chick that has only squats every day. It was a really gnarly ass. Right, Katie? It was insane. I gasped when she turned around and revealed it. Big, powerful, plump. Mm-hmm. No cellulite at all. It's funny, though. I'm not criticizing her. She's fucking 60 years old. She's not supposed to look 20 but I can't help but look at her and see um, like old movie stars that were, you know, like Greta Garbo and shit like that, yeah. that I only knew as older ladies, but which is what she is. I think it's amazing. Think, mm-hmm. Who do you think is hotter, Madonna or Evander Holyfield? Evander Holyfield, his face gets him in trouble because you look at his face and you go, yeah, real deal can still fight. Yeah. And he should, his body isn't, but his face looks like a man who can take a high-level boxing match, and his body is not, he does not have that body anymore. Evander Holyfield looks amazing for a guy who's, I think, been... That's what I'm saying. Had his brain squashed. Who hasn't had any plastic surgery. He looks great. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. 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 He's just a different kind of handsome than he was when he was Uh, younger. I bet you he still has a nice anus as well. I bet he takes good care of his anus. Right? Yeah. I'm not talking about the whole. I'm just saying his cheeks. Yeah. Probably has, like, bubble butt. Probably it's pretty good for a 60 year old to have a bubble butt. There's just those guys who I don't know what kind of training he puts in nowadays. And if you're not taking crazy, you know, some level of drugs, you're just not going to have anywhere close to the definition that you had when you were younger. But you also you get the body that you deserve. And Evander Holyfield could have stopped going to the gym entirely when he was 50 and his body was going to retain some sort of. Yeah. You know, shape. he is one of the greatest specimens of all time. Unbelievable like how fit he was, how much, how many fights he took, and how many times he got hit. Then to the fight now, just where it's, I, I get it. We could never stop. It's a crazy, crazy world that we live in where in one weekend, a 58 year old man had a boxing match that. Even though he lost badly, I don't think anyone is saying that the promoter should be arrested for letting yeah, him get are. in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he wanted he was Every, fight. Everybody's pretty angry. About oh, really? Yeah. Uh, there are people in you had a you had a sixty year old Madonna waving her anus at the VMAs the yeah. same weekend that Evander Holyfield had a, a boxing match. That's a crazy, crazy world. That we, I keep repeating it, but there's this book, I think, called Second Life about how the average lifespan in the first world has essentially doubled in the last 100 years or so. Yeah. And you're just seeing what people are – you're not just living longer, you're you're living better longer. Yeah. Yeah, and pretty soon everyone's going to have luscious locks and huge erections. Yeah. And everyone's going to be super jacked. This guy hit me up on uh, – on- uh, some gay app, and I showed Katie because he was on Facebook. Had, yes, the gay app Facebook, <laughs> where all the gays come to get receive anal. So this guy, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? And I looked at these photos, and he had crazy amounts of plastic surgery, big fat lips, kind of muscly, but weirdly a bit soft. 
and and wearing all the different get-ups. Like his his photos were so over the top. But I show Katie. I feel like it, I feel like he this guy has all the plastic surgery to be a fit guy without being fit. They're like out there re- too. It really seemed like yeah. That's not his arms. That's yeah. not his shoulders. Just all fat sculpted. That's not his. Yeah, I. F- it really looked like that, and he and he seems so rich because every photo he has. At one point, he's like, "Here's my skater boy look," where he had a longboard and a, and like some side satchel bag, but it was a fucking Gucci. Of course, book. I mean the dudes. I was like, man, I I want to I want to hang because remember I got a haircut. This is a long time ago. I had hair. Uh, in Sydney, and the guy uh, who cut my hair said, "How do you feel about implants?" And I was like, "Implants for what?" And he's like, "You know, for guys like pecs and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I think that's weird. Like, just go to the gym and get it. It's kind of weird, lazy or whatever." And uh, a few minutes later, a guy comes in that's a friend of the hairdressers, and he says, "How's your calves? Are they h- how are they healing?" And then I realized that he'd had calf implants. <laughs> Don't and ask he, that question he, if you don't want the answer. Right. You know? And I felt I was like, oh no. He asked me how I feel about implants because he's got implants. Yeah. And that was when I had hair. So imagine what they do now. Yeah. I feel like we don't we see women and we go, You've had surgery. Right. But when you see a guy, you just you think that guy looks gay. You don't you don't if he has like voluptuous lips and like big right. bushy eyebrows or like you don't like calves and pecs. Yeah, you just I always assume, assume that you go to the gym a lot. Yeah, but I think a lot more guys than we think are walking around with fat, fat, fake deltoids and shit. I, I just, don't even know what a deltoid is. I think that's your shoulder. Right then, yes. Could you take you know a um. Oh, a flabby hungry. wuss like myself yeah. and give me every single implant available yeah, and have me just look like mm. jacked, beyond jacked. Yes, for sure, yes. Fat sculpting on your fat gut, titty implants, and uh, and delts. Like, like, give me, you know, implants, titty yeah. implants that will look like pecs and not actual boobs. Yeah. And then cut my stomach open you and put do- like... A sheet in that's shaped like abs. They, they sculpt. They sculpt it. Yeah, sculpt. You used to work at a McDonald's. Remember the McRib? Uh huh. You know how the McRib is just like a big piece of not a rib pork fat. Yeah, but just it, shaped into the look of rib yeah. and actual bone. But <laughs> that's how they do it. That's meat. what they're gonna do to you. Yep. I will be a McRib. Yeah, you could uh, do it for this. You'll small. be McRibbed <laughs> <laughs> for like eighty grand. I reckon you could look like a full jack guy. But yeah, and give me like big. Big yeah. biceps yep, and like forearm muscles yeah. and like spray yep. paint some veins on there. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe don't be so veiny. <laughs> you want to get some some fake back knee so it looks like you took the steroids because otherwise, how did you get those trucks? <laughs> get those muscles. Get someone to tattoo back acne on your back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's cool. I just think a lot of people who get that stuff, it's like raging insecurity that drives them to get that yeah. i don't think people who get that stuff they're trying to fix something on the outside that's really a problem on the inside i can imagine a scenario where somebody like there's a guy i live near who's in like pretty good shape she has really toothpicky legs and yeah. I, i'm not his fucking trainer i don't know i don't think there's much that can be done about these i think that's just the way skipping that skipping leg is. day a lot maybe maybe but he just has narrow legs 
maybe it can be fixed, but let's just say he's tried that and this is just the way his body develops. I could imagine a guy like that going, fuck it, that's the one bit I can't develop. I look stupid, give me some calf implants. But for the most part, what I think about is that guy who I feel like is low-key famous that was on an MTV reality show in like the 90s who went and got the calf implants that he was finally going to be happy once he got these things and he gets it and he looks in the mirror and he like flexes a little bit and goes like, yeah, and a little bit of blood just dribbles down it. And I, I feel like this was this, people know what I'm talking about right now. It was like, right, that's who gets calf implants. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Well, if he's incredibly happy because he has really solid calves, yeah. I, I, that's a, that's your prerogative. I agree. And same thing with, with women who get, it works both ways. If yeah. there are women who get work, and I think that they are trying to address some need on the inside that they're never going to fix with that shit, and other people who tend to go overboard, but I think there's also ladies who get shit that we don't even know they got it, and they look in the mirror and they go, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Madonna might well feel that way. Yeah. If I had millions of dollars, I would do some stuff. Like, I wouldn't get pecs or anything, but I don't know if they had some... Like, I'm going to go to BioAccelerator and get stem cells injected into my face. I don't know how much that does, but I'm just saying I would do it. That's free. Yeah. To get like giant face muscles? I don't know how. Well, <laughs> I don't. it doesn't numb anything. It just like refreshes. That's what stem cells do. But I, I don't know. I know when you put it in your injured knee, it makes your knee feel better. I don't know if it does anything to your face. I, I But like I said, if I had all the money where it wasn't, a problem to even ask how much that procedure is. And they were like, yeah, we do this. And, it does, you know, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Fucking throw it on there. So I feel like when you have butt implants and all that stuff, you got to have a lot of money. Or I guess there's people out there that only do that. They spend all their money on the plastic surgery. But I mean, what, you know, money is bullshit. I mean, obviously you have to play the game or you, you know, you're living in the streets and that's not the greatest life ever. But if you want to spend your money on getting big fat lips and that makes you happy, like what's better? Oh, I've got a fucking stamp book collection or I fucking invest like, okay, invest in houses. Great. You're making more money. You're a money guy. You got tons of money. Great. You're into that. But what if you're not? What if you just like having it? You've got your job and you can get your car and it's not that fancy and your apartment's not that fancy, but every six months you get fucking caked up with a bunch of shit that makes you look awesome. I have a trans friend that, I only just kind of started talking to her again, but she is a person that has constant updates, bigger boobs, bigger ass, bigger boobs, bigger ass, thin this, do that. And it's, so I don't, I can tell it's never going to stop. She's nowhere near stopping. I don't know what that ends up making her look like, but it's an addiction and it's, I, I don't know where it is with her, but she's, Every time I've ever spoken to her, she's getting her boobs bigger. And I'm like, how many, how does that work? Like, what do you? Sounds you, exhausting too. And that's a lot of surgery to recover from. I think maybe if you get big boobs, it stretches it out enough for you later on to get even bigger ones. And that's what's going on. Maybe. But what Kevin said, I, I think about that too. It's like, as they say, there's no such thing as minor surgery. You know, I got a vasectomy. It's like a tiny little snip and something that's hanging out of my body. And it's still a couple of days that I'm not anxious to relive. Right. Well, that's sort of. What like, about when Tara Reed got that boob job? You think the recovery on that wasn't unpleasant? Yeah. Well, I've seen people with boob jobs. They are uh, in a lot of pain the next yeah. day. It's up there with any other surgery. Like yeah. they're as sore as any other surgery you can get. Yeah. Right. Right. It's but, cool. I think you would find that a lot of people who get really addicted to not just 
show me somebody who has way too much plastic surgery. I'll probably show you somebody who has a very expensive car, a lot of conspicuous consumption. You're talking about the guy that you saw on that app and he's showing off this bag and that bag. I think you'd be surprised how many of those people can't really afford that shit. That's the crazy thing. If you can afford it, it's a different story. That's your life. But if you're gonna, you know, if you don't, if you're 50 and you look like you're 30, but you don't have any money in the bank and at some point you're gonna wanna stop working, that fucking butt chin is only gonna keep you so warm when you're fucking 65 and broke. If I was super rich, I would have like diamond teeth. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Just golden diamonds in my mouth. Every tooth instead of just like, I don't know how many I've got, but uh, first of all, first all gold. But if I had loads of money, I would have, I would add diamonds to it. Maybe not diamonds, maybe rubies. Because I don't like diamonds as much anymore. Rubies is where it's at. Your diamonds are weird. Yeah, it's like a weird thing with that. But then again, smartphones, you know, fucking chocolate. Mm-hmm. I don't eat chocolate anymore. But I did. that's the other thing. Fucking uh, plant-based, when you get the munchies and all the things that you want to do that uh, make you feel bad the next day, that's not an option anymore. But there's, uh, you know, like oat ice creams and fucking, there's all these things they make where it tastes like it, but it's not it. And... Maybe it is a little bit different and not as good as like the most expensive chocolate candy fucking ice cream you can get that's got all the dairy in it. But what you feel like the next day, that alone. I'm I'm getting, this is, I can't, I'm so excited about fighting Lewis in the spring because I'm already fitter than I've, I'm already losing tons of weight. I already feel like I'm faster and, um, and I have like six months to go. And I don't feel like I'm going to stop. Like, I feel like I can just keep doing what I'm doing. But I can also tell the age thing, it's, it is it is done. Like, I'm extra exhausted in ways where I'm lucky that we do this two days a week. If it was five days a week, it would be really hard. Because there's a couple of days where I train or if I skate with Tony and train, the next day, I can. I, it's hard for me to um, talk to people. Like someone asked me a question, I'm like, yeah, it's good. Because I don't want to be like, yeah, because the other day I did this and I did that because I don't feel like I have the energy to tell you a story. And I'm like, man, that's my job is to tell stories. And I feel like I train so hard that I don't feel like doing anything. Just like on the couch every now and then I'm like, I've got to sit up and get drinks because I'm dehydrated because I keep, that's the other thing. I sweat so crazy. I I got in trouble last night for... I rinsed my T-shirt out in the gym. I didn't get in trouble, but they were like, oh, shit, maybe don't do that on the mats. Because when I squeezed it, it was, next time I do it, I'm going to bring like a a glass or a bucket because I want to see how much I can get out of my T-shirt and out of my sweatband. But but I, I would like to, I feel like I sweat two liters in an hour and a half. I know, I just saw your face. You're like, no, you didn't. But I, 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 when I wring this shirt yeah. out, it for sure filled the glass. For sure. Maybe two. So two glasses. Yeah. So a two liter is like a conventional bottle, I'm doing a strain. bottle of Coke. No, 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 no. That's the one weird exception that we have to not doing metric in America. You is, will do liters. Yeah. Like when you get a bottle of soda from the store, like to share with people, yeah. that's a two liter bottle of soda. Okay. Yeah. So that. 
I feel like the mats, the ground, and how maybe maybe at least a liter, yeah. at least a liter. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. And I wonder how that. Yeah, but I keep my friends keep saying people. Someone told me yesterday that someone pay you can take a pill mm-hmm. that makes you sweat more because people want to sweat more. Did you know that? That's weird because I'm kind of a sweaty guy and I would like to sweat less. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel I, like I, yeah. When I was younger, I just I, something changed in my body when I moved to Los Angeles. I think because it, it's not as humid as the East Coast, but I had heard somewhere along the way that there were surgeries you could get for that. And I thought, right, I don't have money for that. But note to self, if you can, that's that's how bad I was. And I've given it to my son. My son's a very sweaty lad. Eh. <laughs> uh, look, I, the only, like when I, yesterday I was doing burpees and there's like, you know, uh, 40 of us. And I can tell on the mat that I'm starting to form a puddle. Yeah. And nobody else. The other yeah, 40 right. people around me haven't started to make a puddle. And I'm like, man, but I also feel like I'm 20 years older than everybody in there by, I guarantee. Like they're all, they're, okay, maybe 15, but they're all, you know, 22 year old. You feel like it's a function of age? Do you feel like you're getting sweatier? I That or I'm not, the heart pills, something's happening. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm old and for me to do the workout that the 24 year olds are doing is just way harder and I have to put in way more effort to just get through it and their youth is like what is the big deal or or these heart pills are making me making every exercise thing way more difficult check might be a bit of both yeah i'm going to get checked out might get a different kind of heart pill but i'm worried about taking a different kind of heart pill and having a different result with my heart, and it gets bigger again, and then I'll have to have a fucking heart replacement. Fuck that. Yeah, I hear that. If it ain't totally broke. Yeah, and I just feel like if anybody can take it, I can take it. Yeah, if you feel tired, super tired from doing a bunch of stuff, I can still, I can get up. Yeah, I almost feel like when I don't have a day to do stuff, and I wake up, I'm like, oh man, I don't think I can do it today, because I know I don't have to do it today. Uh, I, I went to bed at like three last night. Yeah. I woke up and I would maybe if we weren't doing a show and a Patreon show, I'd be like, oh man, I just can't do it today. But I woke up knowing that I got to do something. Mm. So it's like a, it's a booster shot. Cause yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? Not do it. Get the fuck out of here. Of course you're going to do it. Let's get up and go. And I feel like you trick your body into, uh, uh, you know, I mean, not being tired. And then later on, that that's, I think this is the big key. And thanks to not working on the radio anymore, I can. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no. Losing job. What a blessing that was. <laughs> Still like just rejoicing constantly. Um, I can switch off now. Like, I just don't think I could with the five day a week people that I don't like thing was always in my head. Now I can. I don't have no beef with anybody. Everything's pretty cool. So on Thursday, if Tony doesn't want to do the show, I can like take a nap. Like even if it's not fully asleep, I can do 30 minutes where I go put the phone down and just fucking relax a little bit. And I feel like that gives me a bunch of energy. And I never, yeah, a couple of times I did it. I remember at one point I was trying to do transcendental meditation. So I would try and do it after the show. I don't know how long that lasts, like fucking six months or something, but it really is a, you don't have to do tr- meditate. You just have to not worry or think about your plans for 20 minutes. Yeah. Almost go to sleep. But if you don't go to sleep, it still helps. 
If you just make your eye muscles relax, mm -hmm. that's pretty much what it is. You think you're relaxed and then you tell yourself to relax and you're like, yeah, what? I'm fine. And then you go, okay, so unwrinkle your forehead. And you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was carrying some shit around. Right. I will say though that I think a difference in my, I'm not, a, I'm not an athlete, but a difference between being young and being older is I think when you're younger, a lot of times you wake up and your body's just like, no, I really need a day off. It's like, fuck you, power through pain is weakness leaving the body <laughs> i think when you get old and there's limits to that i know there was a big thing in japan where like a baseball pitchers baseball is huge in japan guys were blowing out their arms because they refused this is like in oh. the 80s refused to subscribe to the idea that your arm needs rest yeah so it was like no just you're you're weak that's why you have arm troubles go i'm not even making this up go stand underneath this frozen sacred waterfall and then come back oh, no. and fucking throw another 120 120 pitches you pussy so there's lim there's <laughs> limits at any age, but I do think that when you're younger, you get better, you get tougher by powering through when your body tells you to stop. I think you pass a threshold where stopping is necessary sometimes or else you can power through for a day or two, but you're going to pay the price. But it's really difficult when you're a person that's already pushed it. Like if I spent my whole life where I should quit, I should quit and I don't quit and I don't quit and then I end up making it, that's kind of like what skateboarding is a lot. When you get to the highest level, you just nowhere near it for the longest time and then you get it and and the only way you get it is by staying and being so, super sore and going nope still gonna keep going so then when you get used to that and how that pays off and then you get older and like you said you should rest it's hard to convince myself to not go like i feel like now that i'm this old mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll do it, but I'll even still feel like if Coach DMs me and goes, "Hey, uh, you coming in this week?" Because I haven't come in. It's Wednesday, and I've missed two days. And I'm like, "Wool, I'm really fucking sore from yeah. skateboarding on Saturday." And yeah, it's Wednesday, <laughs> but I I can tell my body go is like, dude, if you go to Saxons and a bunch of people kick the shit out of you right now. You're not gonna like want to do the rest of your week, so I, 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 at this point, I will just, I'll assess. Yep. I go a couple times. I feel shit, and I'm like, get in the sauna, go in the cold plunge. If that doesn't work, then you know you're not gonna go to the gym tonight. That's mm -hmm. kind of how I do it. Right, right, right. Well, if I wake, if I get in the cold plunge and I come out, and I'm like, yep, I know, I know, I, I know who I am. I can move it. All right, I'll do it. But I'm I'm a, I'm a lot more sensible. But I will admit that when people ask me, "Are you coming?" I feel like I've let them down. That I'm inferior. That I, you know I mean, that's this is this is the thing that makes the difference between the you know I mean the 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 tough and the not so resilient, and and you fuck with yourself about it. But I also yep. Uh, the other voice is like, dude, really? Mm -hmm. Like, do another hour and a half of people kicking you? Do you think that? Yep. Tomorrow will be w worth it. And the answer, if the answer is no, I won't go. Well, Lewis is in the gym every day. And I don't know if you heard his most recent podcast. He's got bad intentions for you sexually. Yeah, and right. I don't think he's joking. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about going to Skankfest. Like, are they, is, am I going to get hit over the back of the head with a chair and, and <laughs> Anthony Cooney is going to rape me? Like, <laughs> what's going to go on here? Someone's going to put a pistol in my mouth and tell me to say stuff that I don't want to say. Right. These guys are scary. Are they going to send you to the gay conversion tent? There was four of them, Michael, in the room when they when they banged me, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, mate, please stop!" At one point, I think I said, and he whispered in my ear. Yeah, do you know how fucked up that is? He whispered in my ear while he was boning me. We Ultimately, did. We did a similar bit on 
the radio show not that that long ago at the middle studio where we all wrote sexual scenarios and yeah. then we pulled names out of a hat. Yeah, and, it's almost like they copied us. And I, I, I think I wrote a fairly compelling um, suggestion of what it might look like if Kevin forcibly took advantage of you. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. I, I believe in ours, you said you didn't like it, but you weren't into it. No, you got me. <laughs> you got me again, Michael. <laughs> That's just what I want is Kevin to fuck me. <laughs> well, this is as good a time as any to remind everybody that uh, we do this podcast for around about one hour per week, but we do four hours bare minimum, the three of us, in addition to your solo Awesome World yeah, podcast. Sometimes I, sometimes I see things on the wall and trip out what a what a what a show that is watch him watching the walls ladies yeah. and gentlemen patreon.com slash ellis mate love to see you there <laughs> i'm told it's very entertaining no one said hey man the whole mushroom thing that wasn't cool no everybody is like that Do speed next yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Dude>, next week <laughs> it sounds terrible yeah all right thanks everybody likes and subscribings and stuff and and you know Season's greetings. What does that mean? Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's not it yet. Don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of The Jason Ellis Show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash The Jason Ellis Show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft, at Underwearwolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. Big fat Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.